0: This week I spoke to Gen Z viral commentator Vince Dow. He's a 17-year-old from California who was doxxed by his classmates for supporting Trump, and he's turned that into a huge social media following. At the Vince Dow is up to almost 100,000 followers on Instagram where he posts some pretty good clips about stuff like affirmative action, cultural appropriation, and you'll get to hear some of that in this interview. He's also got this hilarious fake progressive page with a lot of viral posts like one actually says why you should let your girlfriend cheat on you and it gives this crazy social justice reasoning on why you should do that. Basically, he fakes being super liberal and people believe it and they spread these pictures around freaking out about it. You'll only get that part on Rebel News Plus, though, so if you want to get the full unedited version, go to rebelnewsplus.com, and you can get two months for free plus a free month trial when you sign up for a full year, or you can sign up for $8 a month, I guess, but rebelnewsplus.com. Don't forget you can buy the hoodie I'm wearing right now, which, of course, you can't see, but I want you to imagine it by going to rebelnewsstore.com and you can use the discount code andrew10 so long as you don't tell anyone I told you that. That's andrew10 at checkout. Without further delay, here's Vince Dow. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at andrewsaysTV and Parlor is back up, so go back to Parlor and follow me and Rebel News on there too. Thank you.
1: Keep in mind, this took place before any of the major riots. Before anyone started looting Target and setting auto zones on fire, literally the entire country right and left was on board and against what happened to George Floyd and thought it was murder. So when you say you weren't being heard, being heard by who exactly? So you can imagine my surprise when I got older and found out that I am discriminated against on the basis of my skin color and college admissions. Why? Because I'm Asian. Wait, what? So I've been getting some heat about my video on the name of Kansas City Chiefs. This person says, well, no other race or ethnic group in their culture is culturally accepted as mascots. But dude, literally, what are you talking about? Minnesota Vikings, Boston Celtics, Dallas Cowboys, New Orleans Saints. And lastly, did you know that uh, President Trump and Republicans are uh, currently considering a bill that basically overturned the Equal Pay Act and uh, sort of allow like, men to be paid more than women if they want. Um, what, 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 like, What is your opinion on that?
0: That's sick. And that's twisted. And I don't understand why, I'm gonna use you as an example, why this would be better than this, or this would be- Did
1: you just super- assume my gender?
0: Superior, I did, I'm sorry. Vince Dow is a political commentator he was rated in newsweek magazine's top 12 conservative up and comers and you can find him on twitter and instagram at the vince dow and vince dow on youtube vince thanks for joining me how are you today good i'm great how are you doing i'm doing pretty good man it's been a while since we spoke but why i brought mm-hmm. you on is because i think more people especially young people need to see the type of stuff you're doing and frankly see how popular your stuff has become especially on stuff like TikTok and instagram now mm-hmm. First and foremost, I think the first thing I saw related to you was you were harassed by your schoolmates basically for your views, and you actually yeah. spoke to uh, my guy, I'll call him Will Wit, about it. So I want to show that video of you talking to Will Wit, and then I want to get you to elaborate on exactly what happened after that. Can we get to that, Justin?
1: But some people at your school, or I, I believe they're at your school, maybe yeah, not didn't yeah. didn't really like you very much, and they nope. they. They took some action. What ha- what happened to you? Okay, so I, I guess we'll start from the top. So obviously, as we know, the rioting, it, it, I mean, it, it might seem like common sense to older people that rioting and looting is bad, but to, to my generation, it's really not. Like To be quite frank with you, a lot of leftists if my generation are okay with all the, the terrorism and the violence happening on our streets right now. And All I've basically been saying, I actually think this is the least controversial I've ever been in my life or my political life, at least. All I've basically been saying is that this looting is bad. This rioting is bad. It's especially bad for communities of color. And I've just been condemning it. And then starting like last week, this group of kids from my school just started mobbing me. Like, I don't even know who these kids are. Like, they don't even share classes with me. I barely know them. Like, I see them around school sometimes, but I don't really know who these kids are. They started mobbing me harassing me like they 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 called me all these names and don't get me wrong i can take name calling right it's it's just whatever but um they spread false sexual rumors about me with another girl and that other girl got very like hurt by what happened you know of all that too and she was like what the hell's going on here um it just kept escalating and the thing is i never even provoke them i never insult them in fact they don't even follow me so that means they've just been stalking me and just leaving all this hate on my post and you look at some of their twitter feeds their entire twitter feeds are dedicated to me just to me like they're just tweeting about me and and just saying all these things about me
0: now this is a really weird age we're living in Vince, where people are now picking on each other for their political um (laughs) views and there's a bunch of tweets that you showed in the past um when this was happening Um, We've got one where they're saying the email doctor guy or whoever this professor is. And one of them also mentions how you you were number one in your class and your classmates didn't like what you were saying. What was it exactly (laughs) that they didn't like that caused this reaction?
1: So, I, to be honest, don't know exactly what it was, mainly because they don't really know what it was. Like they they just don't comprehend stuff and things. So they they just knew that I was a conservative and that I was speaking out against BLM and especially speaking out against the rioting and looting and just destruction of all the foundations of Western civilization that were occurring last summer. And that was enough for them. You know, I they, they really didn't have anything in specific where they were like, this is what you said wrong or, you know. This is the video where we were we were really pissed at. They just knew like I have these views and were just attacking me for that. And I don't really know, and I don't think they really know because they're they, we're not the brightest kids. But you know. So did it I stop to- there after
0: it was publicized? Did the school do anything about it? What was the aftermath about that? And then we'll get to the the video that I think uh, t- set them off. Okay, so the school.
1: So luckily, at least for me, this I was at least relieved that the school didn't take action against me because that was what I was honestly. And because you know how public schools are, that was honestly what I was more worried about. Like I knew retribution for these kids wouldn't happen like to any extent, except for the kid who at school who docks me. He actually got in trouble uh, with the school district, and I don't know how that ended, but I just know it was pretty bad for him. Um, but. I was very at least pleased that the school basically sat me down and told me like, no, we, we, we can't, we're not going to, and we can't, you know, punish you for your political views. That's your free speech. And um, if you're the valedictorian by the end of next year, then you're going to make the speech regardless. So I was, I was at least pleased to see that happen.
0: Okay. And then for anyone who thinks uh, maybe, you know, Vince is a young guy, he's probably not telling it, telling the full story here. I want to play what uh, you're vitriolic and hateful comments were about rioting. Let's go to that.
1: So a lot of people who have been defending riots have been saying it's the only way we can be heard. Really? Rioting was the only way for you to be heard? Is that why within hours of the incident reaching the national spotlight, the city of Minneapolis was already neck deep into an investigation of the incident and all four cops were fired and the president of the United States ordered the FBI and the Department of Justice to get involved in the case at an expedited rate and make it their top priority? Which is highly unprecedented and rare for an incident of that small scale at such a local level. Really? Keep in mind, this took place before any of the major riots. Before anyone started looting Target and setting auto zones on fire, literally the entire country right and left was on board and against what happened to George Floyd and thought it was murder. So when you say you weren't being heard, being heard by who exactly? Because literally everyone, including the president of the United States, the highest person in the land, was literally condemning what happened. Now you guys have distracted the attention away from George Floyd and on yourselves.
0: Now that's what I think happens in a lot of these things, Vince. And I wanted to get your opinion on that. Does a lot of this come back to I want the attention? It's, yep. it's not even about what happened there. Even no matter how Trump reacts, uh, we need a reason to be mad at him. Is it more of a I mean, you're around these people. Every single day, I'd imagine, if your school is open right now, is it a heightened level of, of self sense of worth, so to speak?
1: Yeah, well, you know, it's it, people do this. Kids do this to seek validation from other kids, right? It, it's it's sort it's sort of a virtue signal thing. And I actually I, I heard I heard a great example of this, which is that, in, but it was it was on the issue of mass, But it, it's sort of a great comparison, which is people see this stuff as nothing important other than. a a social status, right? Sort of of a social virtue. And I think that's what you see these kids doing. It's like once people got on board to attack me and once it was popular to attack Mm. me, then you see a bunch of other kids getting on board with this stuff. These kids don't know politics. They don't know what they're talking about, you know. but they just know it's what these other kids are doing. And they'll get more popular. They'll get these positive comments, like people saying, yes, slay queen. Oh my God, you're amazing, Emily, right? They they want to seek that validation from their peers, and, and this is how they can get it. So it's it's just it's just overall just sheep mentality. And I, I think it it goes to deeper to a problem in my generation, which is you know because we live in sort of such like this progressive secular you could say society at this point like in in our history, right? A lot of kids have a hard time really finding like deeper meaning and finding validation. So so they 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 seek for shallow uh, just dumb ways to like sort of feel like they're important in it and you see it in stuff like this
0: so for sure and it's always the Emily's that, that get you <laughs> um not a lot of people are talking about or have continued to talk about this next subject and it's affirmative action especially as it pertains to Asians which I assume yeah. you are identifying as but um <laughs> I actually identify as a black woman okay, okay that, black i'm woman glad we got that out in the open 24th native american that's fair that's fair and that's actually part of what i'm going to show next it has, actually has to do and i know this happened in harvard so i want to get your thoughts on it about where you are where it's grading asian students on a curve when they're trying to get into college or university and you gave a speech about a speech about this at a rally uh last summer so i want to show a clip mm-hmm. of that and and give us the broader context after we see this
1: But back then, and a long time ago, called 2012, seems like a long time ago to me. I was taught in school that it was wrong to treat people differently on the basis of their skin color. So you could imagine, so you could imagine my surprise when I got older and found out that I am discriminated against on the basis of my skin color in college admissions. Why? Because I'm Asian. Wait, what? So okay, so 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 my first my first approach, my first thought was the pragmatic thing. Like, maybe how can I get around it? So I was thinking to myself, okay, so maybe I can pull on Elizabeth Warren, right? <laughs> I mean, hey, she's done pretty well for herself based off of lying to about her race to colleges, okay? So, you know, maybe I'm one of 1024th Cherokee, too, okay? If, if that's what it takes to get a job at Harvard Law School and make a bunch of money, I think we're all one of 1024th related to Elizabeth
0: Warren, right? So, I see you you've... Memorize that joke now. So, what is the system in your district? I noticed you ref- did reference Harvard there. How does the grading actually work? Because when most people think of affirmative action, they think helping black people get into a school that normally couldn't afford. I think that's how the layman would normally interpret that. So, how does the grading on a scale work against uh, Asian applicants?
1: Well, you're talking about like college admissions, basically, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, when you apply to, Every base, they, they technically say there's no racial quotas, but there clearly are. When you apply to colleges and universities, and I would argue this is even just in blatant violation of 1964 Civil Rights Act, but most universities in America outright will say that we consider race and ethnicity as a factor in your admissions process. And you notice that this never works out in the favor of Asians, right? It, 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 hurt, it hurts whites, obviously, but it actually hurts Asians the most. Mm-hmm. And The core reason behind this is because Asians are, uh, they're they're called the inconvenient minority for a reason, right? This Asians as basically existence in Western society debunk every argument of white privilege, white supremacy, white power structure, right? Because you look at this, Asians are are, despite being a minority group and a minority group historically, that's not been treated well in America or in the West have the highest income out of any ethnic group, right? They they get the best SAT scores, best grades in school, right? And so as a result of this, in, in the university system, Asians get treated the worst, right? Because we're, it's hard for us too, because we're such a small percentage of the US population. So they try to keep it, out. Oh, we got a quota, like, like, because there's not a lot of Asians out there. But the thing is, when you look at who is scoring the best on all this stuff, most of the time it's Asians. And so as a result, Asians just get get, get the worst of all of this, right? Like they we get. <laughs> it's like ten times harder. I think there've been studies and research done, like Asians have to score 150 points higher on SAT to be treated the same as a black student, right? It's it, so we basically have to face straight up systemic racism in America, and yet none of us complain about it because. As our parents always tell us, it's our fault that we fail. So. <laughs>
0: We're, uh, what I'm confused about is how is it decided which Asians? Because like, if, if you're taking somebody who's from Japan, that's a much richer country than a Loatian or a, a, somebody from Vietnam. Are they class- true, yeah. Are they classifying Correct. all Asians as one? I mean, in the UK, they call people from the Middle East Asians sometimes. Is there any denominations of type of Asian countries? Or are we just, again, swathing people in an attempt to be unracist, we're now swathing an entire continent of people into one category. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, from my my understanding, um, because when you apply to college, you just put down your race, right? Not your ethnicity necessarily, so usually just your race. And so, yes, you're absolutely right. Um, In most cases, unless you have a specific question, but I don't think all schools do, in most cases, Cambodian right who's someone who comes from a much poorer country than like some you know like you said a a South Korean or someone from Japan right they ultimately get treated equally yes and and, you know it's 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 pretty racist when you think about it but the left does this a lot if you notice they they will lump entire races that are very actually diverse and different into one group and you see this like you know with Native Americans right it's like you're talking about a a very diverse group of people. So many different tribes, basically, across the country. They all have these different cultures. And yet, you notice for the purpose of social justice, it's all lumped into this one singular conglomerate where like, it's all the same. And I guess the same thing is true with Asians, right? It, 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 they're all, You know what? Since on average, they all make more money than the whites, uh, let's all treat them the same.
0: Of course. And you mentioned cultural appropriation there. Uh, uh, I want to get into get into that with you because this is something that you've been attacked for again seems like you've been attacked for everything at this point and and you're already so young specifically this was (laughs) pertaining to uh sports mascots and you had a really good video video about this i thought um and and this comes close to home here in canada uh, and so i want to play that and then we'll we'll maybe have a meeting of the minds on that go ahead and play that one justin
1: So I've been getting some heat about my video on the name, Kansas City Chiefs. This person says, well, no other race or ethnic group in their culture is culturally accepted as mascots. But dude, literally, what are you talking about? Minnesota Vikings, Boston Celtics, Dallas Cowboys, New Orleans Saints. Oh, and let's go down to college mascots too. USC Trojans, UCF Knights, Notre Dame Fighting Irish. I'm surprised nobody has called this mascot racist yet, but it's probably because it's a white guy. Oklahoma Sooners, UCSB Gauchos, UPenn Quakers, Louisiana Monroe Raging Cajuns, West Virginia Mountaineers. If you want to consider Aztecs separately, San Diego State Aztecs. And no, the name Chiefs is not mocking Native American culture. Chiefs are people of power, wisdom, and strength. It's a positive representation. Nor is it different from any of these mascots. (laughs)
0: <laughs> you know, I was just writing down during that the ones that you didn't mention as a Washington Redskins, obviously, now Washington football team. Syracuse Orangemen had to change their team to orange. And I completely forgot about all these college uh, team names. Now, mm-hmm. what happened up here was there's a football team in the terrible terrible Canadian football league called the Edmonton Eskimos and they actually changed yep. their name recently because it was too offensive. Their sponsor of their stadium thought it was offensive. But when they polled people who are Inuits, so natives from like the really cold climates in Canada, 78% of them were against the name change. And when they created the name, Uh, the Edmonton Eskimos, it was actually in conjunction with the very tribe that they were naming it after them. So they've had a close relationship with that same tribe. My question to you is, what is the reaction from people when you point out that there's, geez, 50 other teams for about other ethnicities and then they're complaining about the Kansas City Chiefs or the Redskins?
1: They always try to make some type of excuse for it. So let's go over some of the excuses they make. Number one, they'll say things like, uh, well... The Knights are not an ethnic group, and my response to that is the Chiefs are not an ethnic group either, right? Like, because they, they said these things. It's like you said, Knights, Trojans, those are Cowboys. Those are not races. Those are not ethnic groups. I'm like, dude, Kansas City Chiefs is is the same thing. It's a role in Native American society that some people held, and it's kind of like a cultural reference, right? Same story. Same exact story with that's a role traditionally that was held in past european white societies that is is, is a cultural reference so that, that that's one thing the other thing is they tell me that i have just no authority whatsoever to speak on the issue of native american issues because i'm not native american to which my response is i'm actually one in 10 24th native american mm-hmm. okay and my, my evidence to that is my uh my 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 grandma told me i had high cheekbones and <laughs> I published a,
0: a, a powwow chow cookbook right um, Wait, did elizabeth warren have a native cookbook or was that did you make that up
1: no that is that is that is actually something oh my she god did we're
0: before. gonna have to put that up on screen <laughs> <laughs> you can google that
1: um and, and then you know another argument i guess i hear is that uh it's offensive right it's it's an offensive appropriation i'm like I, I, I guess I can kind of understand the Redskins, although I'm against changing any of those names because literally once they start figure, realizing they have the power to change names, they're going to change everything. And uh, I, I, I'd rather not. But you're talking about chiefs here. You know that, that is a positive representation. Chiefs are the leaders of these societies. Chiefs are you know, people of power and wisdom and strength. How much better can you get than that? I mean, I I, I don't understand what these people really want, and I, I think you made a great point about the was it the Edmonton Eskimos? The same story down here. We have the Florida State Seminoles, mm-hmm. and that is actually, you know, the Seminole tribe actually like works with Florida State University, and I think I think their their mascot is like an actual person from the tribe, and I guarantee you it's not going to matter because woke white suburban liberals from California. You know, they know, but they know better. They know what's best for the Seminoles, right? Not the Seminoles themselves. They, they are the saviors. Right. So.
0: <laughs> in fact, that happened in my high school. Our high school mascot was, we were the Redmen. We, voted, we had to vote to change it and we became the Golden Knights. <laughs> so it's pretty accurate to exactly what you referenced there. Shout out to this, my high school, you know, O'Neal. But, you know, this is the thing is that they're basically setting
1: the standard now that only white Cultural references and white people can be represented by mascots. So these are people who always cry that minorities are underrepresented in culture. And yet, at every turn where they try to represent minorities and minority cultures in, in, in mainstream culture, they get mad at it. So if we're going to take them all out, then what's going to happen? Only white cultures are represented in the culture. And that's, I thought that was the opposite of what they want, but I, I guess not.
0: I, I think that appears to be if, like, the plan, if you will, for things like Aunt Jemima and Uncle Ben's. So, I mean, Aunt Jemima mm-hmm. was a celebrated individual who was one of the first black millionaires in the United States. She was like an actress and a spokesperson for a lot of different things. And all of a sudden you're erasing her from history so that so you can feel better about uh, <laughs> a syrup <laughs> bottle. It doesn't seem to make any sense. And I think that there might be uh, something more to that argument. To play a video of you posing as a feminist you're wearing the pink pussy hat at a at a rally i think you were in fleckus or slightly offensive uh video before people yeah, knew right. that you were pretending it so let's play the clip of him uh asking people's questions where you're basically saying whatever you want to this person they believe it
1: let's see what type of crazy crap we could get feminists to believe and lastly did you know that uh president trump and republicans are con- uh, currently considering a bill that basically overturned the equal pay act and um, sort of allow like men to be paid more than women if they want. Um what, what 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 like what is your opinion on that?
0: That's sick. And that's twisted. And I don't understand why I'm gonna use you as an example. Why this would be better than this or this would be Did you just super, assume my gender? Superior I I did, I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so um You posed as a feminist, obviously worked pretty well. How is it, was it easy to come up with these talking points to just like, it looks like you came up with that at that exact moment. Is it easy to come up with these talking points and have people uh, believe it?
1: No, it's, uh, it's incredibly easy because, you know, they'll they'll believe anything. And I think (laughs) it just goes to show you, um, Cause that doesn't even make any sense. Like you could tell, I, I, I had absolutely no idea what I was even saying or talking about, but you know, they will basically believe anything that sounds kind of woke. And you see this with the slide post too. Like I've, the reason I tried to start you, I think you mentioned earlier my, my satire account, right? Yeah. We'll get to that in I a second. Thought, yeah. But the reason I tried to start that was because I saw so many people that I knew that were genuine leftists actually s- s- sharing slide posts that, and I was like, how can anyone be this dumb? I mean, it, it just, like it, it, they just got more and more ridiculous. And I can't remember exactly what they were saying, but I, I just remember, I was like, now you're trying to cancel like the English language and stuff like that. I was like, holy So then I was like, okay, it's through this. These people will get on board with anything so long as it sounds woke, right? Like, mm-hmm. so I was like, you know what, let's just see how far we can push this. Um, but
0: Yeah, let's bring up the first one there, Justin. And this particular one, why you should let your girlfriend cheat on you at Progressive Vince, that's your progressive page. This one actually got sent to me um, by a friend of mine. And what ended up happening was a couple days later, I sent it to somebody else. Um, I knew about it already, but I sent it to somebody else and they said, somebody sent me this earlier today and we were talking about how stupid it is. So your pretending <laughs> to be progressive has actually gone full circle where people are now. Uh, I mean, I'm sure there's people who are believing it for some reason, but there's actually it's causing the right wing rage against the the wokeness too now do you think that's a problem too is the uh let's call it a right-wing virtue signal where it's just an overreaction or sh- should we be paying close attention to this stuff or should we just be letting progressive vince be and, and ignoring it
1: um so i i think the problem is when right-wingers can't distinguish whether or not it's satire in that sense because it's kind of like come on man but at the same time This is actually a a genuine thing I'm pretty sure I've seen in some BuzzFeed article where they're Mm -hmm. saying like being a cuck is like empowering or whatever the heck, right? So maybe that it's it's not so like crazy that I I think you could tell by some of the writing in the post, like some things actually said in that post where like, you know, it's it's just messing around. But I think that I've genuinely seen people say this, but to respond, no, I don't think so because right-wingers have to push back at some point. And, and we've sort of let this run for decades where the woke progressive left just tears over our culture and keeps pushing more and more. And I've seen this happen firsthand, like in 2020, I've seen this happen firsthand where some crazy fringe idea that it just seems ridiculous. And who the hell would actually believe that? Next thing you know, like it's actually mainstream and like people are actually doing this and people are actually saying this. So I think it's easy to ridicule stuff like this, like saying it's just stupid. But I also realized that if you don't push back on stuff while it's small, it just gets big because you just don't, it's, it's like a tumor that you don't remove, right? While it's still small, it just keeps growing and growing and more stupid people keep buying into it. So I, I would say I actually think it's time that the right at least push back against something. And if it's going to be that, then it's going to be that.
0: Now, I, I've experimented with this, inspired by you, of course, and I had uh, Sydney Watson shout out to her, she's a YouTuber, she actually had to tell me to stop, because I would, whatever she posted of, I would just say, the like you, just the most progressive thing, like, oh, these people are killing grandmas, and you shouldn't go grocery shopping, and the replies were just out of this world, I don't think I've ever had so many replies, so... It it's, it works. I think it's effective in both directions, and I implore you to keep doing it. I wanted to show one more, Justin, uh, why you should wear a mask on Zoom calls. Um, what was the like? What was the explanation for that? Um,
1: I, I believe. By the way, this one is not actually that satire because there was a real company in Tennessee that asked their employees to do this. By so that's actually where I got the idea oh, okay. from. Um, but the argument was that I I think I said that you have to set an example to other people because there are so many evil anti-mask, grandma killer, Hitler, Nazis in society that I basically said, you have to wear a mask even on Zoom calls. You have to be seen with a mask on everything to promote masks to others, right? So just the ultimate virtue signal. But this was actually, I don't know if you heard this, but there was a genuine company in Tennessee that said exactly this. They said, please wear a mask on zoom meetings for our company because we need to set an example to the rest of society of how important it is to wear masks so it's just a social conditioning thing you know like you have to every, once you see everyone with masks you think it's normal but this was this, that one was actually not big
0: <laughs> it's all true my friend with this world we're living with the world we're living in so that's the progressive vince on instagram his real his real as you want to call it is the vince dow on instagram and twitter and of course vince uh, Dow on YouTube. Thanks for joining me, Vince. I will always support you. So if you need anything ever, I got you up here from Canada. Uh, final words, last message to you.
1: Uh, I just want to say uh if you wanna see some epic content, you guys should subscribe to my YouTube channel, uh Vince Dow, and I'll see you there. And hopefully get some Canadians, Canadians in this. <laughs> All
0: right, thanks a lot, man. Uh thanks again for joining me and I'll let you go. Have a great day, okay? All right, thank you.